Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNBR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Go over to DraftKings, use code DNBR, and we sign up for a new account. Get amazing odds boost every single day. We got a pick for the week for you. Avalanche to win the series. I'm not I'm not gonna beat around the bush. My pick of the week is the Avs are gonna beat the Blues in round two. You're probably not gonna get as good as odds, given the Avs just won tonight. But it was minus 375 going into this game. So Ooh. pick the abs in five. Pick the abs in six. Get a little uh, get a little juice on your cash, if you know what I'm saying. Jump on. Go over to DraftKings. Again, use the DNBR code. You bet five bucks on any NBA playoff game. You get 150 bucks in free bets. You can afford to make a free bet on the abs to win the series. I believe in you. I believe in you on that front. Uh, if you're feeling spicy, go bet something specific like a Kale McCarr point, which is also free money. We're back to Kale McCarr being free money. Jump on that train. Jump on a Nazem Kadri goal. Jump on Arturi Leckin and ball in the F out. Any way you want it. Over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNBR. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Let's get the bad news out of the way first. We got we got a Sammy Gerard update. AJ's got the got the deets. Yeah, so uh, the word on the street early on is that it's a broken sternum and he's done for the year. So whatever yeah. optimism you might have had about that going well, Not I think great. it's probably done. Not good. Not expecting Sam Gerard for the rest of the series. Which sucks. No two ways around that one. Um, you do have Ryan Murray or Jack Johnson take yeah. your pick of who you want to replace. Yeah, yeah Ryan think, Murray. Yeah, I think just who you're replacing. Ryan one to Murray, one. Yeah. Ryan Murray is the obvious answer. There. I mean, he looked great during the regular season. Yeah. Seems like he would just be the obvious like person to just replace that position right there. Yeah. Nobody said that winning the Stanley Cup was easy, Chad. Yeah, and you went out and you got Josh Manson in part so that if something like this happened during the postseason that yeah. you're not having the Jacob McDonald, Curtis McDermott conversation. There, there's a little bit of a buffer there. So that's where that's where you are right now. Obviously, number one, send your good vibes to Sam Gerard. 
don't want any serious complications or yeah. anything there. Um, That's a bummer. I would say I would say I probably would not change up the pairings. I would try Murray on the right side next to Same. or on Easy. the left side next to Manson to start with. And just run it. And just hope that they click and that it goes well. They might be your third pairing for a game or two if they try to If you have to lean on EJ Byron, you lean on it a little bit. Second yeah. pair. Yeah. But uh, Jack Johnson, Josh Manson sounds like exactly the kind of defense-only type of pairing that gets you in trouble. <laughs> a, a, a great contrast to tonight, and we'll talk about this more, but the Avs were excellent at getting out of their own zone for much of the night. So Controlled exits, exits great. too. Yeah. And, and you look at Manson Johnson, and you're like, that's not going to be good at getting out of their own zone. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that. Wanted to get the bad news out of the way first. Let's get to the good news. Avs win this hockey game. Let's go. Five to two. Take the two-one series lead. Get one in St. Louis. Take back home ice advantage. All of y'all, except for the Blues fans in chat, everyone else should be vibing. Straight up tonight. This is it. And my favorite part is this was a great playoff game. This is what you want playoff hockey to be. And the Avs won. What's what's not to love, Chet? What's not to love? Outside of injury, what's not Outside to love? Outside of and, and we'll get to the injury on both sides here. Um, but first, do have to do the 60-second uh, rundown here. I'm going to do my best. I make no promises, but here we go. <laughs> one, two, three, go. Period one. Blues strike first, a disappointing for the Avs. Blues came out hot, Avs started slow. Blues strike first, you get injuries to Sam Girard, you get injuries to Jordan Bennington, both teams paying the price. A fairly physical period. The Avs do get the goal back, though. Critically, they get the goal back. You take it all day long. You love to see it, top to bottom. Second period, the Avs start to find their groove. They get the lead. They move in to position to win the hockey game. They make it 3-1 off of a great tip from Kadri for the 2-1 goal. And uh, Lekkinen just clean beats Billy Huso at the time to make it 3-1. They do give one back at the end of the period. We'll talk about the interference, but also a bit sloppy from the Avs. And then the third period, the Avs hold it together. They just beat the Blues. They get the easy goals at the end of the game. A pseudo-empty net and an actual empty net, 5-2. Did I make it? Am I good? All right. Under the buzzer. We talked about Sam Gerrard's side of things. I want to talk about both of these. Barbashev's hit on Gerrard. Did any of us have a problem with it? thought it was a great hockey play. That's a big man versus a little man. And, again, Gerrard put himself in a vulnerable position. His head was down by the boards. It's not really the hit that causes even, the injury. It's really the boards and the wrong. ice. I don't look at what Gerard did in the position that he's in and say anything really bad about it. No, it's not. I'm not saying that he like, did that on purpose. I'm saying that's just what happens when you're playing hockey. Is sometimes you're in a vulnerable position. Yeah, I, I guess I just didn't. I don't have a big problem with either side of. Yeah. I don't think Gerard did anything wrong. I don't think that Barbership did anything wrong. I think it's an awful result. Yeah. So. Megan, you seemed a little less confident. I'm not a trained official, so I feel less confident talking about when I feel a certain way about a certain thing. I didn't like Eric Johnson's hit on Tyson Jost in the wild game at the end of the season, and kind of for similar reasons. In this case, the size difference plays a factor, and Barbashev 
is aware of his size and at the end of that hit from a different angle I can see that he's left both his feet to make a hit on a much smaller player and I don't like that but I'm not a trained official and there's probably different angles that you could look at it and there's a case to be made why it's clean but I don't love it. I'm not loving it. I certainly don't love the result of it. I think that makes it hard too, to and give a fair assessment. You end up in this weird situation, right? Where for years and years and years now, the NHL Department of Player Safety has punished based on injury. Yeah. And that's a real big injury to Sam Gerrard. <laughs> Sorry. So and so the officials aren't trained either to make me feel better. And Sometimes it feels it's that not, It's not funny. <laughs> It's a little funny. <laughs> I mean, fair play. <laughs> On the flip side, that wasn't a penalty. The other side, Nazem Kadri goes in hard to the net, makes a bump on Callie Rosen. They run into Bennington. Bennington's hurt, has to come out of the game. First of all, we said it on the live show, sucks. Yeah. You never want to see anyone get hurt. When you're in a playoff series, you want to beat a team at full strength. Yep. You don't want any excuses for the other team. You want to just win. And Bennington coming out, no one loves that. I mean, someone probably loves that, but I don't love that. Yeah, and the hit, like, since we're legislating the two questionable hits in the game, I mean, the hit, uh, it's just as much Kelly Rosen being involved as Kadri where... There's contact between those two, and then they both barrel into Bennington. I don't know how you call a penalty there. I don't think that it's dirty. Um, you know, I just don't. I, I guess I just don't see where anybody would. Like, I could get you're upset because the player got hurt, but in terms of that play, I don't see where you watch it and you're like, this is clearly an infraction. It's, yeah, because it's a hockey play, right? Like, you're taught to go to the net hard. And there was yeah. contact there. Well, Guys got been, tied like, up. is doing his job. He's going yeah. hard to the net because that puck is loose. Yep. If Bennington just catches it and that's it and hangs onto it, none of that ever happens. Right. But because the puck is loose, Kadri's going to the front of the net to get it, and Rosen is defending hard. Yep. And they make contact and they go after him and... And they crash. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that Craig Berube is going after Kadri and his reputation in the post game, that's all you need to know. Craig yep. Berube, big mad right now. Yep. You know, because it's a fucking joke that you're going to go after Nazem Kadri after for that play. Uh, yeah. No. For that. Yeah. Like, you got him suspended last year, you got what you wanted, and now you're going after him again? Like, shove it up your ass, man. I. I that's a for me. That's no I'm not, no respect for Craig Berube defending his guy. No respect yeah. does, for that. Does, different plays, but arguably the same amount of incidental. The Avs lost Darcy Kemper in Game Three of Round One, and they shut up and they won hockey games. Yeah, you got to find a way to win. Shit happens. The Avs lost Sam Gerrard in this game. They yeah. ran 5D and, and won. You got to find a way. It does seem like he might have had an existing injury, Bennington, too, that Definitely, was exasperated yeah. by this play that yeah. could have come from any other player on the ice, if not Kadri, in another. Because it is a, a hockey play crashing the net like that, and Rosen happens to be in front of him. It It's really unfortunate that. I, yeah, he I guarantee Bednar's not saying jack shit about that play either. 
I mean, the most you've ever heard vendors say about it is like, we didn't agree with that call. We yeah. we don't see the call that yeah. way, and then moves on. Yep. Like, it's just different. All right. So we get the controversial stuff, most of it, out of the way. Blues score first off a clean face-off win in the Avs offensive zone. Pareko puts a shot on. And it breaks Devontae's stick and deflects it. It's hard not to feel like in that moment, obviously the Avs won the game. Yeah. At, At the end of the game, it feels different. But in that moment, you get the... Are the St. Louis Blues the team of destiny type of feel? Like, because every single bounce it felt like at that point, pucks are magnetized to the Avs net. And I I have no, there's nothing you can do as the Colorado Avalanche at that point, right? Like, you just have to shake it off and keep playing. Yeah. So, I credit to the Blues for getting pucks to the net, I guess. But well, yeah, you get you get chances off of you're you're putting pucks on net and you get good breaks. And that's what they got right there. I mean, again, if that stick doesn't touch the puck, that puck's going wide. Yeah. It happens in hockey all the time. Yeah, sometimes an yeah. interference doesn't get called and a goal is scored again. So <laughs> you have to just find ways to play through it. Yeah. Got him. Got him. We'll talk about it's that true. in a little bit too. I'm sure. I mean, it's it's we're now going back a couple of games where you're watching goal after goal that goes in like this. Yeah, I mean, you're watching the last two games. You get their first two goals go in off of Av sticks, and then the third goal it's a little different. He beats the goalie, but For sure. also the goalie Kemper gets a does piece get a of piece. that puck, yeah. Yeah. and I mean, it goes in, that, and then and then you get the the first goal of this game. And even their second goal, while the break happened earlier, it's not like a weird bounce or anything. It's incredibly good for it's incredible good fortune because you had the world's most obvious interference call that they just let go that creates that that helps create that situation. Oh, and like how different are things? How different is this game? Miko ranted and chases down that puck, and it's a two-on-one or and, a and they, the they other score way, on that odd man rush. And it's 4-1 going into the third period. Yeah. And, and to balance the scales fairly here, as the game went on, you did see some of that start to shift. Kemper gets a piece of a puck, and it goes posting out yeah. in the second period. It, it felt like, and maybe this is a biased view, but it felt like the pendulum had been pretty pinned to the blue side when it comes to puck luck so far in this series. Yeah, I don't know where I don't know where you're looking at this series and saying that puck luck was on Colorado's side. <laughs> no, they've had to battle through it. And these two things can exist simultaneously. Yeah. The Blues played better in game two and they benefited from puck luck. Yeah. Absolutely. But they also played better. And it, well, it's just you got to play through it. Puck luck. Let's go go back to game one. And tonight, yeah. Even I mean, those one, posts are posting in, not posting out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get you get five posts, then you also get two empty nets, and abs players flub both pucks. Yeah. Like you're you're, you know. And and <laughs> they've been they've been they had been very clean living until the Bennington injury. <laughs> yep. And then yeah. after that, it was like, oh well, other things are now happening. Like now you're having to find your way through some 
shit that is not going your way in the series for once. Which... And there is, as Megan said, absolutely both things are true. There is making your own luck, and there is getting the actual luck. Yeah. The Avs put themselves in positions to get some luck tonight. Their first goal of the game comes off of what? Quality special teams play. They kill a penalty. They get that done. They get a rush the other way. And Logan O'Connor finishes. You want to know why Jared Bednar is a head coach? Because he put Logan O'Connor in the game tonight. Dude literally tied the hockey game. I thought he was really effective, too, for how much he actually played tonight. I think it was something like seven, eight, just shy of eight minutes. But he seemed more visible than an eight-minute guy. And and you know that's exactly why Bednar put him in, because he knows he's going to get an energy level out of a guy like that. Yeah. Well, and you got, I think, great speed yep. out of him. Yep. yep. Where you could see, like, one thing you want to do is make, I mean, every team wants to do this, right? They want a four-check card. Yep. They want to make defenders turn their back and skate to pucks. But LOC's speed is such an element in his game that is not there with Nico Sturm. And, uh, you know, LOC goes flying down the wall, and they have to they have to turn to keep up with him. And now you've got what would have been a, an easy gather and move now becomes a, more of a 50-50 battle. The guy barreling down on top. You got to make a good. You got to make a good play under pressure. And we saw it had an impact. It it had this you know small difference. And you're talking about a one goal game in the third period. Every little thing is what gets yeah. you there. Yeah. Every shift that that you're in their zone and not your own is a good shift. So, you know, especially from a fourth line, which is your just don't screw this up group. Yeah. They went out there and they did a they did a mostly good job of that. I didn't love Darren Helms game, but I thought Cogliano and LLC were fine. And Cogliano had like a wide open net from a Byron pass, I think. And yeah. he didn't he couldn't get but I love the effort level, generally yeah. speaking. Bowen Byram is owed a couple stakes from this series. He sure already. is. <laughs> See, that's the opposite of puck luck, whatever's happening with Byron there. He's had some great opportunities. That's even going back to the, to the Nashville series. Yeah, the, guy, true. the guy could have like five assists this postseason. Yeah, great exactly. Plays that he's God, made he's set up some great opportunities. Just has not cashed for him. This is, like, this is how you turn Bone Byron into the guy who goes, fine, I'll, I'll do, do it, it myself. myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and this is, and I don't, I don't want to get too much into this because we'll have other yeah. time to talk yeah. about it, but. Uh, that's where that's where you say okay, now you're Murray Manson yeah. pairing, you're Johnson Manson pairing. Bowen Byram is the dude you want to step your up. third pair, yeah. and now Bowen Byram's job gets that much more important. It's no longer, hey, we love what our third pairing is doing. It's now that might become our second pairing, and we really need this to go well. Yeah. And if Byram continues playing as well as he has, I, he'll be I don't, fine. I don't want to do it because they've played so well of together. Course, of course, but. You know, if you really Byron Manson, if you, you gotta get, do it, you yeah, gotta do it. Yeah. Exactly. If EJ, if EJ is the one that struggles in the increased role, while Manson kind of finds his way with a new partner, um, then you know that's fine. But Byron was giving you all the confidence on both ends of the puck uh, so far this postseason that you'll get good hockey out of him. Yeah. You're going to get, he's going to create a little bit of offense. Definitely. He's got the confidence to, to do things. But defensively, he consistently takes care of his own end. But you have that luxury too because Eric Johnson, that line is playing so well as 
too. Right. So it's like, like that's what I'm saying. That yeah, can so be you your can promote them for a little bit here. If they struggle as a second pairing with second pairing assignments, yeah, yeah. Then you drop that back down, and then you try and yes. you know kind of readjust from there. Yeah, and then you say, okay, is Byram with Manson the answer? So maybe you try that. That's not the answer. You go back to that third pairing, and then you just try and get by with Murray Manson or Johnson Manson, yeah. you know, whatever they yeah. decide. I don't want to just assume that it's going to be Murray, but I feel confident it will be, but I, I don't want to just be like... We don't require the services of Jack Johnson, I think, in this series. Maybe a different series if the Avs can figure it out with St. Louis. Yeah. Defensively, we'll ask for Jack well, Johnson. If they do, if you do move Byram up next to Manson, then you're saying, okay, well, the one thing that you could say about the Johnson-Johnson pairing is that they played a lot together this year. That's true. Were they very good? No, but there's <laughs> there's familiarity there, and at least a coach knows what he's getting when he yeah. goes into that. That's true. And that's a big that's a big part of a coach's comfort zone is what am I going to get out of these guys? What are my expectations here? So that's you know that again uh, that'll be we'll talk about this later. But roping it back into the night, yeah. It's 1-1 after the first period. At times, it felt like the Avs just survived. At times, it felt like, you know what? That's a decent road period. Well, you... I think when you're 1-1 at the end of the first, you've given up the first goal, and they got the only power play of the, of the period. You feel great. Yeah. Because if you had said going in, hey, you're going to get scored on first, it's going to be some nonsense, and you're going to give up a power play, but you're going to get out of the period tied, you feel like, okay, we bounce back. We respond to that adversity. And the thing was, is when you don't, when you don't have to, you know, you give up the first goal, but you get it back a few minutes later, you don't spend all game chasing. Yeah. You don't spend all game in that kind of mindset. Right. You get it back to even, and then you start, it switches. You start, okay, I want to, you know, all right, now we're going for the lead. We're trying to get out in front. Now we can take control of this game. Instead of just trying to tread water, you know. Walk not, on jelly. Yeah, not like, we're, we're not trying to like not drown here. Now we're actually trying to win a game. Yeah. And I think after the first period, you feel great that for that one, for that reason right there. All right. You do these shots. Yeah, can't let them get any warmer <laughs> than they already are. Oh, thank you, sir. Yep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Dubs is back in the house. Let's go. Let's go. Woo! <laughs> we are, of course, brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. Got a Breck Brew Avalanche right here. Highly recommend. Game five is guaranteed in Colorado. And Breck Brew is giving away two tickets to every single Avs home game of the playoffs. Can I win? Yeah. You just have to go to BreckBrew.com. Sweet. Let's go. So go over there. Go in there right now. Get to Breck Brew. Get yourself nominated. They're giving away tickets to every home game. I want to be clear. Not just game five. If there's a game seven, they'll give away tickets to that. If there's a round three, they'll give away tickets to that. If there's a Stanley Cup final, they'll give away tickets to that. Breck Brew has given away all of the dope tickets to go to cup games in Ball Arena. And they make dope beer, and they make dope hats, and they collab <laughs> on a dope shirt with us. Genuinely, Breck Brew just pumping out gems. You can't go wrong. Yeah. 
It's it's all dubs. It's almost like they're in the weed business, but they're not. Because <laughs> it's so dope. <laughs> I'm cool with Mike. No, nothing the over chat. there. Nothing over there, no. AJ. You are the dad. Don't of the smile, pod. but don't smile on that one. You are the dad <laughs> of the podcast. I was on your side for the whole daddy thing, and then you make a dad joke and. Did did you know we're live on a television provider right now? <laughs> I thought about that immediately after I told Greg Garube to blow it out of his <laughs> Thankfully, I don't think Ivaca is required to meet FCC regulations. I'm also assuming. Because it's over the internet. Sorry, I just blew that deal, guys. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if Ron Hextall has anything to say to Craig about his, his comments. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like go go look it up. That's a deep cut. Go like, look it up. They fought cut. each other. <laughs> Ron, who didn't Ron Hextall fight? True. <laughs> Good point. That dude, that dude lived to fight. He should have been a defenseman. Look, stop. Chat, I understand. You have a salty Blues fan in the chat. He hasn't done anything actually toxic yet. If he wants to be mad that the Blues lost, that's fine. Yeah. But he's not fighting anybody. You're okay so far. Uh, <laughs> if they don't defend anybody, I'm okay with leaving him Right, exactly. Uh... We're also brought to you by Avaca TV, E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash DNVR. Go over there if you're in the Denver metro area. It's live television for just 15 bucks a month for the first three months. Uh, you go on there, use the DNVR code to get that. They've got Altitude. They've got AT&T Sportsnet. They've got national channels. So they got all your sports in Colorado. What, this, what is this? Why is TNT showing a picture of a water bottle? That was weird. Bennington. At Kadri during his post-game interview. Yeah. What a toxic there's, there's, motherfucker. There's actually a video somebody sent to us. What a toxic motherfucker. Please, please grab that shit. Just well, find a tweet. You can't actually, like, they cut away. But you can but see, you see him, the bottle you come? See, no, you see him look at something, and then he's saying something. I think other Afterwards, media so. has confirmed After the series, they should just let Kadri and Bennington fight. Just I'll take money on UFC? Kadri. UFC? UFC well, 275? Yeah. Like, no, dude, don't even do Like, straight up in the in the parking lot of Enterprise Yo. Center or Arena <laughs> when the yeah. series is over. Here, here's the problem. Just be like, all right, guys, go outside and bang this the, out. The yeah. problem is Bennington wouldn't show up without three bodyguards, bro. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, well, if those bodyguards are Nick Letty and Kelly Rosen, <laughs> and, uh, All, you, a bunch of dudes Kadri can take. Yeah, Kadri's <laughs> fine. If it's Colton Pareko, we got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big guy. That's a big guy. <laughs> How so, tall is he off skates? 6'7? 6'6? 6'6, I think. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's actually 6'4, six, 6'5. Six, but, I mean. I do know Whoa, he's got a small guy. I do he's know he's got dude. the extended stick that no one else can use. Yeah. I know that for sure. That was a fun rule to learn. <laughs> I had no idea that rule existed until. Oh then. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, go to avaka.tv slash dnbr. That Bennington's winging water bottles when he has a shoulder injury. I guess it's the other shoulder. Right? I heard he's being evaluated for lower body. Oh yeah. Just on Twitter, I, should, I, I, I heard. I'm not like I thought it looked like a leg. I did. I thought, I thought shoulder. I thought, it, I thought it looked like a shoulder based on the way that he hunched I, over. On, on the, like, on, like my initial was, oh, that uh, looks like a leg. But you're right. On the rewatch, he yeah. tweaks that shoulder, and yeah, it's well, like when he when he moves his glove, he that's when he hunches over and is like, I can't go. Yeah. So, but if it's an LBI, then I there guess he can. Go. I guess he can fire water bottles at anybody. Bednar officially confirming it is a broken sternum for Gerard. By oh. the way, oh. um, you guys are sternum. welcome that you had it five minutes early because of me. Imagine that. 
Uh, one story I get to break, and I'll get zero credit for it because someone, you didn't tweet it. Someone tweeted tweet it. I didn't tweet someone it. Someone tweeted for you. And everybody else, like I don't, I think Friedman. Did tweeted someone it. say per AJ? They, I think they so. said per DNVR. Oh, that counts. But oh, they, that's they, a more important account than mine. They, I don't want. They I'll, did. I'll take someone tweeted it early. I don't want the credit. We appreciate you. Yeah. It was Tiffany. It was, it was Tiffany. No, I will just say this is not a thing I genuinely yeah. care about, but reporters <laughs> keep score. I, thank you, Tiffany. So they can all suck it. I had that first. I don't think. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone at DNVR is super worried about breaking stories. Really, it's but not our number one focus. But if we come into them, we'll take them where we can right, get them. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Second period of the podcast. Second period of the game. The Avs felt like a team that finally got on the train tracks tonight. Yeah, I did. I said 15 bucks a month for the first three months. Use code DNVR. Y'all here trying to look out for me? Y'all here's got some dad energy going on right now. Not going to lie. Brutal. Can't have two dads. <laughs> yes, you can. Two dads is fine. You get, once you get up to three dads, things start getting weird. So my two dads still in play. Yeah. Okay. You're good. Uh, anyway. You guys remember that show? Anyone? No. Maybe AJ. <clears throat> That's about it. I don't think so. My Two Dads? Sounds like something that would be on Adult Swim. Like. No, it was on NBC. No, it was like a sitcom. Yeah. Two and a Half Men? I, I got that one. Anyway. It was before that. The Avs felt like a team that finally got on the train tracks. Wasn't there a three men and a baby? That's a movie. Yeah. What the? Get, dancing. Let's talk about yeah. hockey, you nerds. I'm just saying. Back to trains. <laughs> trains. Tracks. On the tracks. Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> was the Colorado Avalanche tonight, and he had never seen I thought, such I thought we were headed before. doing the Chushkin thing, and I was like, he didn't do no, 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 no. The team, is, the team in general felt like they got on the tracks, they put the wood into the furnace, whatever trains do. <laughs> I, I don't know. And they started picking they up steam. Wood in the furnace? That's how, that's how like, wood coal. burning. Yeah, coal. It, 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 I was going to say, yeah. isn't it coal? Also, I would have thought it was coal just because I saw Titanic once, and I'm like, that was coal. For me, Titanic. it was Polar Express. I have everything, not seen everything I know coal? About, It's coal. Everything I know about trains. Is it? Okay. Cole McCarr. Cole McCarr. <laughs> I mean, he was driving the, the train for a lot of this game. He that was so much better. That next with Kadri, the tip-in. It's all Kale. I mean, great tip He started Kyle. to show flashes of Kale McCarr old. This was Kale You mean McCarr round one? People know. Yeah, that's old. <laughs> old? Yeah, that, is that, that old round ago? one? Okay, I'm that just was, I'm just checking. That was two weeks ago. I'm just You're checking right. here. That was a high expectation, though, that I put on McCarr. So. But, but genuinely. Returning to form. <laughs> he, had the, he had the moves. He had the shimmies. Yeah, dancing in the slot at points. Didn't quite. He got his stick tied up by Perron on one of them, but started to look like Kale McCarr. And yeah, the dancing and, and the moving around and creating offensive opportunities. Like he starts, he starts walking down the wall and trying to pick a corner, and like that's exactly the kind of Kale McCarr that we've become very accustomed to seeing. Yeah. And he was definitely bad. He only had only had an assist in this game, but he played so much better. Absolutely. Miles better, yeah. and make no mistake on that goal. Kale McCarr knew what he was doing. That was a shot pass all the way to Kadri, and oh, totally. Nazem Kadri, totally. A you cannot tip a puck better than Nazem Kadri tipped that puck. Don't, don't do this. Don't do this. 
Yeah, that's that's not it. That's I don't not, want. I that's don't, not it. I don't want this. Yeah. Shout out Euros. Shout out Euros. You can do. I'm here for that. Although this was a little bit of an earlier You're game. You're right. I don't know if there's too, too many. And it's a Saturday. And it's a, yeah, yeah. No. Right. Euros no are credit. Off the table. No credit, Take Euros. Get rid no of it. No credit. <laughs> Shout out nobody. Uh, and it, it just felt like the Colorado Avalanche. I, this, this, it felt a lot more, I think defensively it felt like an ounce game. Because they really didn't, especially after the first period, they didn't really give up a ton of scoring chances. They didn't really give up very many high-danger looks. They did a good job protecting that right around. They made that little force field right in front of Kemper. Yeah. And that's where St. Louis scores so many of their goals. Is right in the home plate area. And that's where the Avs did a good job of keeping pucks out. Look, that Pareko one, like, you'll give him that shot all series long. All day. And you're like, okay, well, if it doesn't. If you bounce it in off of sticks 18 times, you win. Yeah. You win. At that point, you're just like, what the hell, right? You'll give them that shot. And they got that shot. Jordan Cairo had that shot. They had a couple of guys who had shots like that the rest of the the rest of the game. And guess what? They didn't get weird ass bounces and they didn't go in. Well the abs did a better job cleaning up in front of the net, right? Like there's always gonna be rebounds. Yeah. And that's the way the blues capitalize is yeah. getting those rebounds, getting those bounces, landing on sticks, getting more shots on net. Tonight the abs did a great job of getting that puck out of those high danger Amen. chances. Amen. To the boards, out of the zone, whatever they cleared it. It was a lot it, it, better tonight yeah. than what we've the, seen in the last two way games. Way cleaner defense yeah. than game two. The yeah. exits were connected. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, and like yeah. the patience from the defensemen, scan the ice, find the outlet, hit the make the pass. Not nearly as many free second possessions created by Colorado. And uh, the the difference in not not handing offensive chances to the other team. And them having to create them. Yep. Where, uh, where, where do you get, where do you get the odd man rush, the breakaway, the big, you know, you got Darcy Kemper made one big save on an odd man rush. He made the one they and needed. We asked, we asked him after last game. We said, we, that's the save you, you need that. They got it right there. You need that. They got it. And they got that one. It does not end up in the back of their net, and they build from that point, that point forward. It was just their execution was just better. Which brings us to our king of the game, Arturi Lekkinen. The ultimate execution champ in this one. Wow. That, that's wrong. That's See? old. That's, that's old. Okay, let's keep going. Poorly just, shot. We'll get, we'll get there, man. Did he not upload it? Are we... I thought I uploaded the right one, my bad. Oh, he uploaded the wrong one. Anyway. We even gave and the pod's over. Let's end this thing. Let's Arturi go. Good God. There it is. Hey! Two goals, two points. Walks in on his first goal and just beats Billy Huso clean. What is this look on his face? He uh, looks like a child right there. He looks he like he like looks like child. he's watching a dog take that's not his take a shit on his front on his front lawn. And that's against Calgary. Like, yeah, I don't. I mean, take the picture. Or I whatever. think that's. I think that's. Oh, less. good. I don't care you about did that. A great job. I, I think that's less. Two I disagree. Dog. We'll have a talk after no, this. That's not a dog taking a shit on his front lawn. That's two dogs banging it out on his front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the bots? I haven't seen them in a minute. That's true. Actually, we haven't seen a bot in the post game. <laughs> I've summoned the bots. <laughs> Look, the, as far as I'm concerned, the, the bots are good luck. You. They did seem a bit lucky. Really? I'm saying. 
I'm saying. I'm team they're lucky. I hear the abs don't get better with the Gerard injury. You're just fucking wrong. No, that's no, that's no, no, blatantly. No. Gerard was this arguably going... before tonight. Gerard was arguably the abs' best defenseman in this series. Yeah. Like, come on, be real. Anyway, not what we're talking. We're talking about Lekkinen walking in and beating Billy Huso on the short side because yeah. Lekkinen is a cannon. Well, and and Huso makes it a little easy. He gets deep in it. He gets deep in his net. He, he, off the angle just enough. Yeah, and like opens up that spot and Lekkinen just hits it. He's like, I could make this pass across or I could just pick this I'm corner. I'm an NHL hockey corner. player, so I shoot puck. Yeah, he picks the corner. It's and a great finish, man. It's a it's a great finish I, in a two-on-one created by I, Kadri whipping a puck around the boards and St. Louis just misplays it. Yep. It gets through and they're off. And and this is this is the difference between game one and two in this game. The Colorado Avalanche capitalized. Yeah. They finished their chances. Well, and we talked about Kemper makes a save on an odd man rush. Whoso doesn't right here, that's your game-winning goal. Well, that's it, the 3-2 goal. What we didn't even mention about this goal is right before it, St. Louis fires a quality opportunity over the net. Yeah. And the Avs go the other way. And that's the, that ends up being the game-winning goal of the hockey game. Yeah. Hockey's cruel sometimes. It's it's so good. I love this hockey. Like, I cannot stress enough how much I love this hockey game. This was pinnacle playoff hockey. Oh, it's great hockey. Like, a team that's going to win the whole thing has got to play games like this. Yeah. On the road. And you saw a very close game. Great fucking point. On the road. In yep. their building. First game, too. Like, what we talked about in the pregame, which is you win this first game. Right. On the road? Yeah. Everything else is crazy. Well, great. Four is a free roll. Now you you have taken back home ice advantage. You don't need to win a road game the rest of the series. If you just protect home ice, you will be into the next round. That's great. But now you've ratcheted up the pressure all the way on St. Louis because they know if you go down three to one and you have to go, you guarantee yourself that you have to win two road games in Denver for a team that lost like nine games in all, all year in Denver. Like, they got they got one win, great. But can they get another one? Yep. And now, now St. Louis is in in that position that they have to they have to win another road game. And Colorado's not. And now Colorado can can play if they play with a sense of urgency in Game Four. Like now, you get to play a little bit loose because the pressure's off of you. To you, you're no longer like, hey, because if they lose this game. They have to win that game, otherwise they're down three-one. Yeah. And now you're now you're super tight because now you're like, oh god, this is a nightmare. And instead, you're up two-one. You get that win in game three. The pressure is all on them, yep. knowing that hey, if this thing goes back to three-one, you have a chance to finish it. Chat, help! I need an adult. Who interfered? <laughs> Who interfered worse? Me right now or St. Louis on their second goal? <laughs> God. Who was worse? There was way more contact from St. Louis. It's very true. Is it Letty? <laughs> Letty on Miko? Just checking. Just checking. I need Miko to mentally shake that off a little bit easier. Well, he makes a great play later on in the game, but yeah, like... 
But you're right. It was interference. Run that guy yeah. over. I don't. I don't. You know, like just and like, look. Yeah. How St. Louis comes down. Comes down. They execute the play. They make it a three-two game after that. Yeah, and I. I don't know. I don't know where you look at that and say it's not interference. I don't know what two. Two officials who are good enough to make it to the fucking second round of the postseason <laughs> are looking at and saying, we're good. The Avs got one power play in this game, right? Am yep. I right? It was just the one. It was just I'm, I'm St. Not, Louis got two, yeah. Avs got one, and they had one matching. At the okay, yeah, the one matching I remember. Okay, so they got the one power. So it's not like the Avs had like four power plays where they're like, look, we're really not wanting to call anything. We're talking about a team that is the only reason that, that that does not get called because it's 3-1 going into the third period? Yeah. Because it's the final minute of, oh, of yeah. the second and yeah. because it's 3-1? Otherwise, that's easily that's easily interference, right? Like, do we agree here? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I don't, right. It's not... That is... I mean, you look up the dictionary of hockey interference and that play... Is is in the, Miko is gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. If he does, <laughs> the dude just said, "Well, I'm beat. I guess I'm gonna tackle this guy." Like, <laughs> I don't know. And it's just cool. I don't know what you say about it. Like, <laughs> everyone in this game, every player who committed interference in this game, was like, "It wasn't <laughs> me." The, the, all night long. Wait up. Way to roll that in. I got there. That was smooth. Got there. <laughs> also, I don't. I don't know. Everyone cut their hair. No one's hair is that shaggy. I, I don't have a take for that. I can't get there. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, yes, there was some nonsense that led up to the St. Louis goal. Yes. The Avs didn't execute well on playing defense on the follow-up, but they kept it together. They did. They didn't roll out into the third period. The St. Louis didn't show up in the third and just push hard and dominate them. No, we weren't even sure when they were going to pull the goaltender because there was a little lack of energy right before it happened. We weren't sure they could sustain any kind of pressure it, if they, they did. Didn't. And they didn't. The, yeah. the narrator voice. Yeah, right. And they didn't. <laughs> I mean... They like half did. Half did. They, they thought about doing it, <laughs> but but exactly, the Az were the team that played the third period with confidence, and I, I think that shined shone through. Do yeah. Uh, St. Louis was sloppy. I thought in the third period they had a lot of misplays, things that weren't quite connecting, especially when you got like so the first like ten minutes of the period when Colorado was still trying to play offense. Yeah. Colorado was owning that game. Yeah, it wasn't even close. And then when you got into the last 10 minutes, maybe even the last eight minutes, you started to get into... Turtle City. Yeah, you started to get into, okay, now we're just going to short shifts, don't make mistakes. Let's yep. just close this up. We pushed. We created offense. We tried to generate chances. We tried to get that next goal, and we we didn't get it, so all good. Uh, let's just lock it down and wait for them to pull the goalie and take advantage of an opportunity. And that's exactly what they did, because... St. Louis, I mean, even you guys are talking about it. St. Louis did not generate anything. They, There was no sustained pressure until after the sort of empty net goal. Yep. From, what was it, Landy? Landy. And then yeah, Landy. I mean, I, I want to talk about this goal. We are brought to you by the American Raptors. 
the rugby team down in Infinity Park in Glendale, bringing players from other sports at the highest level all the way in to rugby, transitioning them, and they went 5-5 five and five last year. I think they're 2-2 two and two right now this year. Don't quote me on that. Go find Colton Strickler on Twitter. Follow the DNVR rugby account. He'll get all of your stuff covered for that. By the way, Infinity Park and Glendale hosts the men's and women's 15s teams in rugby. Literally the best rugby in the country. If you want to go watch American Raptors games, you can go completely free. Tickets cost zero dollars and zero cents. You can go watch a dope, rub, dope rugby rugby game. Jesus. <laughs> um, you can also just go to Infinity Park. It's an amazing venue if you've never been. I like Infinity Park. Go there Park. just for a night on the town. Like, genuinely. It's awesome. Highly recommend. If you're into the rugby, the DNVR Rugby Podcast has... I cannot stress yeah. enough how jealous we are of the interviews that yeah, Colton gets. Colton Strickler is just yeah. like, oh, we can sit down with anybody <laughs> in the rugby world yep. and just chat them up. All right. Genuinely incredible. He also has 101 pods for new fans if you want to get into the sport. I, I'm honestly surprised rugby isn't bigger in the U.S., because it's absolutely the like Iron Man, yeah. Take all the punishments. I mean, given the mindless like violence involved in it, yeah. Like, you have, you would have to think that it's a very, it's like right up I, our alley. Dudes literally wear earmuffs in rugby so they don't get their ears pulled off. Like it's wild. It's wild out there. Go follow the DNVR rugby account on Twitter. Hit them up. Do all the good stuff. You know how it goes third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. It's uh-huh. always 2001 than DNVR bar. Because that's the year the Avs won the cup. So we're always we're always believing it to be 2001 up in here. About to get canceled by YouTube for this yeah. song. But. They'll come up with a real reason this time. Yeah, instead of that fake shit after game two. <sighs> Salty. Yeah. Go, go, Red Wings. That's a take. I don't that know. man, don't ban him, but time that guy out. Yeah. Wait, what's his name? Ta- Taj J. Okay, that's, that's a timeout. Does I mean go Red Wings? Like, where? Homie. What are you doing here? Yeah. What are like, you doing here? Love that you're here, but I guess my just question is, he does why? So he subscribed and has waited ten minutes. We're good. Let Thanks for the dollar. If this guy keeps talking about the cards, though, mute him. Like, <laughs> he gets he gets a timeout. That's my boy Mike. I don't care if that's your boy Mike. Uh, you know that you know that you've truly lost the day when you're like, I'm gonna hang out in this Avs chat and talk I'm about, about the fucking cards. baseball. No, you guys literally got Nolan Arenado for nothing, and you still aren't winning. Yeah, you're you're nothing. Like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Sticking to the hockey. Yeah. Period three, we talked about most of it. The aspects quality solid hockey. It is copium, you're and, right. And oof. Highest is it copium or is it hopium? No, it's copium. The cope? Yeah. Hard cope? Alright. He was he, all of his comments during the watch along in the third period was hopium. I know I know y'all think it's carbon dioxide, but CO2? Copium. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> Getting. We got to talk about this because Miko Rantanen had a moment. Yeah, I mean, so you're up 3 2. 
and you've been desperate for Miko to make like an impact play. He makes a great play inside the blue line, yes. wins the puck battle, clever little backhand up the boards to a streaking Nathan McKinnon, streaking in that he was skating fast, not that he was naked. And that creates that creates the fourth goal that really ends that game. Yep. And it's all it all starts like that's that's a secondary assist, which is all he has in the series. This, but this is that, one where you're like, this no, is a sick play. That, that play is why the NHL tracks secondary assists. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, a sick play, yeah, man. Good point. I and and Alright, he gets that timeout. Bye. Sorry, Mike. You got your warning. Yep. All love. See ya. Uh, in any case, it's plays like that that give me confidence in the avalanche. Because no. that's not a play that's going to go on a highlight reel. No. That's not a play where Miko blows somebody up. Mm. That's just good quality, solid yeah. hockey. It's just really good hockey in a big moment of the game. Like... Miko has two primary assists in the first three minutes against Nashville in game one. Yep. And hasn't done a lot since. Now, he's got a handful of assists. He picks up the secondary. Yeah, he leeches off a lot of power play assists. Where he pucks two get, assists tonight. Pucks get moved around, and he ends up like the... How important is the play that he makes where he gives the puck back to Makar? Makar with the great shot pass and the great tip. You're looking at what Miko does, and you're like, okay. But the play that he makes on the fourth goal is legit. That's great hockey. It's a great play. It's great execution. It's exactly the kind of skilled thing you expect from Miko Rantanen. And he shows up in that moment, and you're like, great. You love that. You love that Ville Husso was... I don't know what he was doing. On an I don't, adventure? I don't understand how he saw the abs coming up the ice, and he didn't immediately retreat. But whatever. That was an easy... Empty, that's essentially like, an empty net goal. That's for like you're playing a video game and they give you like a, a mini quest where it's like touch the red line, Billy Huso. Right. <laughs> like, hey, you'll get your your team will get plus five shooting if you go and yeah. touch the thing at your own blue line. Yeah. And then you get to it and then you're like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> this was the downside of it. <laughs> um, that made it four two. Lekkonen gets the empty netter for five two. And, again, the biggest selling point for me tonight was you couldn't keep the abs from executing any longer. The abs finally put it together. They finally finished their chances. Yeah. And they looked like the better team. Yep. Yeah, and the last 10 minutes, them just chilling uh, is where St. Louis did a little bit of building in the... Uh, they the, got a little the, turdy. Everybody's, they got a little turtle turd. Everybody's favorite winometer. Yeah. Um, does not account for any of that where you look at, oh, okay, it's nine minutes to go or ish in the third period, and all of a sudden, like, Colorado stops playing offense completely until the two goals. So. Score effects. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't account for anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But you look at what Colorado gave up, and it was mostly attempts. It's not a lot of high quality. Yeah. Their highest quality came the shift immediately after that goal where it was 4-2. That was the most spirited of, and, of the third period shifts for St. Louis. And, and that make, very first one after 4-2. And make no mistake, execution was part of the difference in this game. Quality chance from David Perron. Doesn't even yeah. get a shot on goal. Quality chance from Vlad Tarasenko. 
puts it right into Kemper's pad. Yeah. Like, they got chances from the guys they wanted chances yeah. from, and they just didn't. From the people I've t- been talking to for the last two days, clearly that's on the coach of the Blues. That yeah, Barube should execution, be fired, I guess. The execution yeah. Yeah. there was he just stood there. obviously <laughs> because of the coach. Yeah, Looking and he's handsome. not nearly hot enough to just stand there. <laughs> yeah. If you look like Bednar, you at least get to be hot and stand I, there. I, so I'm curious. I, I'm pretty sure the answer is Jared Bednar, and I'm getting us off topic here. I apologize. But hotter coach, Jared Bednar or Rod the Bot? Uh, I think that's gonna be personal preference. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's that close. I think Jared Bednar's hotter. Brendan Moore looks like he's been taking juicing. roids. Yeah, he's juicing for sure. <laughs> I, I think Brendan Moore looks like he's not aged great. Yeah, yeah. It is like in the face area. I will like, say, but he's swole. It's starting to like, it's starting to look like the moon with some of the craters in his cheeks. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, I will say. Teach I would, still, I would still trade. <laughs> Better than Mike Bibby. But. I haven't seen Mike Bibby in. All right, now I'm curious. That man is roided out. Really? It roided out. Mike Bibby. All right. Super chat time. 279 oh from Zach. Happy birthday, Michael Hedden Jr. Want to win. I safe to assume it's not his actual birthday, but thank you, Zach. Holy lordy! I told you. You aren't kidding about Mike Bibby. <laughs> thank you. It is Eric Weedham's birthday, uh, or D line. Two dollars from it is D line's birthday, true. Yeah. Which birthday. technically you're half of D line. The company, not the person. Yeah. Long story. Something about soup. I don't know. Uh, Two dollars from Jake. Rudo, Megan, I think you are awesome. That is all. Yes, suck it, AJ and Blaze. Right, it's so specific. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. <laughs> Thank you for the two. Thank you, Jake. I agree. They are awesome. Five dollars from Tyler. I still don't think we played even close to our best game, but this was the game that answers. Can the Avs overcome the diversity in round two? I assume you mean adversity. Yes, we can. Uh, yeah. Do the Avs play their A-plus game? No, certainly not. Did they a quality game. Yes, a exactly. quality game. This is when we talked in the pregame about how when the Avs play a B game or better, they rarely lose. It's a solid B game. Yeah. You play okay. Uh, uh, so you're not great, but you're nowhere near as bad as you were in game two. No, and this is a good Blues team. Like, let's not discount the yeah, other team on the ice. Like, they're good. This yeah. is why they're one of the last eight teams well, in the league right like, now. This felt like beats B games from both teams. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yep. you've seen better from each team. Certainly. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yep. I'm not calling you out, but there's like 800 people or something in chat right now. We're just going to give you insider tip. It's abs. A-V-S. Don't put the E in there. And no apostrophe between V and the S. Exactly. Have you ever found that people who spell it with the E are maybe from, I don't know, like a different country yeah. and they spell it a little... Because a lot of Minnesotans. Other, because other okay. interpretations of English frequently use extra letters for no fucking reason. Well, and I'm just yes. wondering, like, okay, I'll give them a pass. I, I, the thing is, there's a lot of Minnesotans that do it on purpose. Oh, so. to be messy. <laughs> Look at Blaze. <laughs> there are, I swear to God, Blaze, I promise. Okay, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> Very defensive of the homeland over here. State of not in the playoffs hockey. That's uh, true. $5 from Andrew. 
What's going on with Miko? Once he shows up, the Blues truly stand no chance to defend. Well, he did. I, I, he I, mean, <laughs> I mean, really, like, you're waiting for your top line to do more than score the empty net goal. True. Man. Very true. And I think that's where that's where you're saying, like, not just Miko, but Nathan McKinnon. You need more from those guys. There was an opportunity. It's 3-1. You oh go out, God. you get that goal from your top line. You could have put this yeah. game away at 4-1, yeah. right? Someone's got to yell at McKinnon about the pull-up. I don't mind the well, pull he up. Tried to, he tried to walk through I'm defenders buddy. later on, and it didn't. He just got it taken from him. Why? That's Why fine. Keep doing there. that. I just feel like what we actually want to see is make the right decision for the situation that you're in and create a goal. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like the that. pull, the pull up there. They have numbers that going down the ice. For sure. He pulls oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Shouldn't have pulled up on that just yeah. because of the situation that well, you're looking at. The space involved, you can easily, Absolutely. you can go wide on that guy. It's okay. Yep. And if you just have to go behind the net and reset, also okay. Yep. It was weird that he tried to pull up and then does nothing with it. Yeah. Although I think they get a post on that shift. Uh, it, Did they? I think so. It, it came quite a bit after. I, 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 will, I will say, and I agree, I think McKinnon should have gone hard to the net on that play, but given the systemic play of the Avs, it's not unreasonable for any forward to pull up and expect the defenseman to be full send for sure. into the zone. And that's what they're looking for, is they're looking for cracks in the defense and transition defense, because it's yeah. really hard to defend like that, and the middle of the ice is almost always open. And the thing is, though, is that you have to trust that those guys are not changing. Which, yep. is, which is what and was happening. And you pull up and they're changing. You go, he pulled up Shit. and you know, there was no yeah. help on the <laughs> way. They were changing. <laughs> and that's when he pulls up and he looks and he goes, this Oh, is shit. Yeah. <laughs> $10 from the Schick. Not watching this live, but still wanted to come in and share the love. Hope G recovers quickly. Sorry if you already answered, but who do you think comes in to replace him? Love you all, fam. We kind of mentioned it, yeah, but Murray. we all expect mechanically Ryan Murray makes the most sense. Curtis McDermott should not be the answer. I, Curtis McDermott should be the That's last. That's the wrong answer. answer. I put in Jack Johnson before him 100%. I'm going Ryan Murray. Yeah. Still going with Ryan Murray. Murray, Murray, Murray. Call up Jacob McDonald. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm stop. Kidding. I, I like you joke, but is there really that much of a difference For between Ryan Murray and Jacob McDonald? Like, honestly? Yeah. yeah, Ryan Murray's way better defensively. Yeah, he's a more stay-at-home defenseman. But I think there's YOLO, rock, Yolo think there, life. When you talk about full send, Yolo it life does not get any more, more full, full send, send than, than Jacob McDonald. Thank you. Well, sure. uh, to be fair. The Eagles do have a playoff game on Monday. They do. So. No, I really would prefer if they didn't call up Jake <laughs> yeah. McDonald. They're going to need him against Stockton. There you go. They've got their uh, Pacific Division final starting. Yikes. So let's, uh, let's let them be for now. Oh, yeah. Uh, $10 from Josh. I usually have no ill will towards the Blues, but Bennington and Berube post-game comments. Antics are like children throwing a tantrum. Love you guys. Big good to them. Look, the, throwing the bottle is genuinely unacceptable. That should be fined. Genuinely should be fined. Oh no, I'm a, I'm 100 percent here I for this. It's for hilarious. Five thousand dollar fine email. I, I know it means nothing. Yeah. But sportsmanlike conduct or whatever. It's still hilarious to me. I love it. Bring it all on. That's so childish. That's, no, yeah, but this is the thing that you keep, creates you the rivalries. That, yeah, but you keep that shit to the ice. Yep. That's my I, thing. You keep that, and like, if you're gonna trash talk because you see the guy in the back room, look. I know how the bowels of that arena are laid out. Yeah. Jordan Bennington had to go looking for him. Out of his yeah. way. Because mm -hmm. the Blues have their own separate hallway yeah. dedicated just to them. 
with the fancy motion detecting uh, motion sensor door with the huge blues logo on it included that you, that they have to go through so he had to come out of that and go looking for it i'm here for it there's no way that he just like no oh well i'm just no. hanging out in the hallway because in yeah. the abs it, with the abs the way that they're set up their locker rooms are in the same hallway and so uh, you can see that but the blues have their own separate area so he had to go pursuing it in some way he didn't just happen upon it and be like let me whip this at him in some fucked up kind of way Sam Gerard had to go to the hospital tonight. Yeah. Jordan Pennington's in the arena throwing bottles at people. Yeah. Speaks yeah. for itself. Uh, $2 from Ryan. The Avs only scored after the bots showed I'm up. I'm saying. <laughs> so the, after sexy links showed up, Confirmed. sexy goals followed. Sexy goals. <laughs> Math adds up. One plus one is two, chat. What is it? One plus three is four minus one. That's three. Is that quick math? Uh, okay. That's, that's how the song goes, right? I think. <laughs> Five dollars from MJ Seahawk. Go Avs. How about JT's face-offs? Were great. Second line a lot better. I thought the Avs kind of sucked in the face-off circle tonight. JT was the best. Yeah, he was, he was good. Okay. But that's a tough selling point. Like, ah, that was our guy in the face-off circle tonight. It's and and really I did. I wanted more from that third line generally. And you know what though? Like looking at the end, it was not a huge differential in the, the face off wins than game two where it really hurt the Fs. So it, it did help in a way. I I do think you won a little bit more offensively. I do think yeah. I do think you, between <laughs> yeah. Confer and Berkey, you want something there. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We got to understand why Newhawk's not in the lineup. So we look at the third liner like it's because it's the way that it is, and so we need some justification for that. And and I'm not gonna rehash the Alex <laughs> Newhook conversation. <laughs> Just gonna let it go. Uh, <laughs> $10 from Grumpy Old Scott. Buy Rudo a damn belt. I'll buy a belt when the refs call interference. Love you, Grump. We agreed? <laughs> and an insane $50 super chat from Drew. Prayers from Winnipeg for Sammy. Don't have a huge issue with either injury. Play even with the even with the outcomes. Excuse me. Find it ironic Barube is taking shots at Kadri, considering the only reason he was ever in the league was to be a fifth-line goon. Yeah, but during that era, those were valued. That was just par for the yeah. course. That was yeah. like you needed to have one. Go back and look at the 2001 abs, and they had two of those guys in their yep. lineup. Yep. It was a different era. In game six in New Jersey, they have two of those guys in the lineup. So just different. That's how the game was played back then. Yeah. Cool. Thank I, you, guys. I don't know. Like, what I, so I do want to talk a little bit about this third period because yeah, I get going. Their first the game one, they give up the lead, right? And then in game two, the third period, it's they score the they score early from a two nothing, make it two one and push. But then self sabotage, give away the freebie. Yeah, Perron makes them pay. What I liked about this third period was. There were no penalties. There were no. 
there was nothing free given to St. Louis. There was no beating yourself. There was no beating themselves. Whatever got created by St. Louis was created by St. Louis. It was good work by the Blues. I liked that. I liked that in the third period they made. They said, "All right, if they're going to win this thing, it's because they beat us." And the first ten minutes of that period are perfect. They controlled play. They created the chances. They were better offensively. They were the much better team through the first 10 minutes of third period. And then after that, they shifted into, we're going we're gonna to gear it down and we're just not going to screw this up. And they did it. They executed on it perfectly. They get two empty net goals. It, it's sort of like the fourth one's like he's half like an half empty net. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like halfsies, but... He was still on the ice, so it'll go against Huso, but it's really an empty what net goal. What a brutal stat line that yeah. is. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. But I do, I do think that third period, like that's the kind of medal that you want to see from a team that fancies itself a championship contender, and to do it with five defensemen, to do it without Sam Gerrard, and like, if, like we'll even, we'll even tell you, like the one thing, look, Gerrard defensively. There are some days where it's better than others. Yep. Especially this year. It was nowhere near as good defensively from Gerard as it was in previous seasons. Um, so, like, when you're locking a, a game down in the third period, like, that's maybe your least valuable of the six. The one thing you really miss is the puck moving ability, especially the controlled breakouts. But they're not trying to do that. In the third period, late in the third period. They're just safe Sam outs. Gerard's safe not, not skating yeah. pucks out. Yeah. So what he does well, you don't need as much of. But them to do it with five defensemen and to rotate and Josh Manson's trying to figure out. Josh Manson's played very little with non-Sam Gerard defensemen in his Colorado tenure. And it was a and <laughs> he looked a little confused. And and it looked iffy at times. You looked he looked a little uncomfortable. But you did, you did, I, I was, the third period, the thing that I really came away happy with was the way that they just shut it down. Yeah. It wasn't like an Islanders or a Stars or whatever, you know, where they park the bus and they're like, we're going to try and block 35 shots and hope one of them doesn't take a goofy bounce. They largely just dictated, okay, up and out, up and out, up and out. Well, go and get it. Make sure it's, it's not icing. If we have to ice it, okay, but up and out. Up and out. Chip it in. Get it out of there. Change. Get fresh and legs back out. And they did a great job the, of that. The accent to the up and out is there wasn't a lot of, oh, great save, Darcy. Oh, right. Darcy's got to bail him out. It was a lot of, you know what? You live with that shot. Yeah. Darcy makes the saves he needs to, and you win the hockey game. There wasn't the, yes, they had some turnovers. Manson struggling with the puck at times. But even then, the, the limited opportunities were perimeter or yeah. tough angle. Well, and again, their best chances came after 4-2. And at that where point... Where you're like, oh, you're, okay, yeah. if you give this one up, then you're it's 4-3. Yeah. But with uh, a minute left a minute or whatever. To go, yeah. And yeah. you're like, you're right back into it. So I, I thought it was just really quality, safe hockey. And like that's how teams win in the postseason. You don't win by going for it. You know, the St. Louis St. Louis tried to pack it in with a two-goal lead, and the Avs gave them a two-on-one the other way. And who knows how that game goes. If Even with all the other shit that happened in that game, who knows how that game goes if the Avs do not give them that freebie 
and that third goal doesn't take place. Yeah. Colorado didn't do that to them. There was none of that. There was no, and St. Louis didn't, to their credit, didn't do that either. But what St. Louis didn't do was they never had the big wave, the big push. Did not happen until 4-2. Yep. Yeah, so, kept it in control, took command of the game, and yeah. won. And you look at you look at yeah, Darcy played well tonight. I agree. Kemper yep. was solid. Yep. The first goal against, we're talking another you can another do garbage. Yeah. This just bounces in off of an avalanche stick. Right. It's not even like an avalanche stick where like Gerard is trying to make a play on Kairou in, in game two. And it just rides up the stick yeah. and goes in. Like just, he's 15 it, feet away from him, standing off to the side. In half. Like, like that puck, puck, that puck might have been ticketed for wide of the net, and it hits tapes the stick and it goes in. You're just like, lol, what, what the, the shit, man? It sure looked like it was going wide before it hit that stick. Uh, Byron is an absolute psycho. He Byron. also gave us a hundred dollars on the watch along. Wow. This man is insane. Uh, thank he also you. wants you to buy a belt. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he just won't say that. He's too polite. He just won't that's, say it. Well, that's what AJ AJ wants you to you buy a belt. read that? I, I'm just projecting. I hear Byron wants me to wear the jorts. So. Uh, we'll meet in the middle and I'll wear the jeans. How about that? Uh, thank you, Byron. Look. The abs. I will say this text from Evan, who just finished the grades. He said, sometimes you got to win ugly. And I think that's a great, great yeah. point. Not winning with the A game. You're not globetrottering anybody. You're not turbo dunking. Like, you're at the point of the season now where that's probably done. If you're turbo you, dunking, something weird happens. You might, like, yeah. let's just let's just say the Avs win game four. And they go back in game five. If they get a one nothing lead early in game five on home ice and everybody in the building starts freaking out and the Avs smell blood, like, you could see in that situation that they pull away at the end. But, like, you're probably done with turbo dunks at this point. Yeah. In your season. When you're going to win, a, you're going to have to win a lot more ugly games. Well, the other seven teams are just as good as the Avs. Yeah. They're all Not good exactly. teams. They're yeah. all they're all good teams. Yeah. Nothing from here on out, nothing is free. You got to yeah. earn every inch that you take. And the Avs earned it tonight. I yeah. loved the answer they had to every event in tonight's game. Yep. It, there was not a perfect game. No. No one's going to say the Avs played perfect, but there was an answer to everything. For sure, but this was good enough. This was, hey, which team had the better of chances while the game was still a game? Because, again, I went and looked already. And Some the Blues of, getting four chances the, in the last the two minutes. The Blues getting home yeah, plate chances right. and, and jacking up their expected goals four in the last two minutes when it's four to two is a little bit different yeah. than how you got to four to two. For sure, and the abs were the abs were it is really pretty even there, but it was the abs capitalizing on chances. And we, we you score you score right after a power play, uh, with the with the cadre tip, you score on a two on one with Lekkinen. What like right after the kill? OC right yep. you you right right after the kill. Josh Manson stays on side. Good toe yep. drag with the puck in the air. Yep, stays on side, gets it to LOC, and LOC finishes like. They they capitalized on their chances. It's not like they had seven breakaways no, and they score on two of them. It wasn't gifted to them at right. any point. Well, and those goals don't count as special teams goals. But really, right. the Avs won the special teams battle. Right. To not look, St. Louis <laughs> lives and get a dies on the power play. <laughs> like half of one power play. <laughs> they live and die by their success with their with their special teams. Yep. That's such a huge reason why they're even in round two. 
is because five on five, the Blues are just an okay team. They're yeah. not that great. And their special teams elevates them. They're able to erase one of the goals every game that they get because they kill penalties and they score on the power play. Yep. And the Avs, we're talking about three whole power plays tonight, but the Avs, the Avs going 0 for 1 while St. Louis goes 0 for 2. Like, if I could guarantee 60 minutes of 5-on-5 five five hockey take for the it Avalanche, every game. I would take it. Every game. Yeah. The whole series. One one team is much more comfortable playing a five on five than the other. Yeah. The Avs are just the better five on five club. That's the difference tonight and, too. And that from ended up that game one. It yep. ends up it ends up a little like a like they get to overtime because they score on their only special teams chance. But they win the special team battle. They yep. take it to overtime. Yep. Game two, they win the special team battle. They win the game. Uh, special team battle was tied. Game three okay. for game two. It was 1-1. One, one. Did they? Well, okay. I I say because the 5-on-3 is like. I hear you. It's such a. I hear you. It's such an elevated. But, oh, fair enough. But game three, special teams battle. You're talking dead even. The game was decided at 5-on-5. Five five, and the Avs win the game. I don't think that's coincidence. Me either. It's. I mean, this is it, man. I. If you don't love this. Why are you here? Yeah. I mean, this was a great hockey game. A little bit of back and forth, but one team capitalized on one extra chance. And so often in the postseason, that's the difference. Is the one team makes the one extra play. If that's you don't, it, man. If you don't like this game, you're not going to like the rest <laughs> of the series yeah. that are going to happen if the Avs get out of round two. Yeah. You're just the, not going to like the it. The expectation that Colorado should be windmill dunking on anybody at this point is should be done. Yeah. If it happens, it's a freak of a game, and yeah. it's because Biddington is still hurt, and Ville Husso just gets run over. Yep. Ville Husso was not great tonight. No. Average. Agreed. And, and again, Jordan Biddington getting hurt sucks. Yeah. Sam Girard getting hurt sucks. Yep. Nobody on either side should be happy about uh, either of those But things. it's part of hockey. Well, it's, the war of attrition is always part of the journey of the yeah. cup playoffs, but... You're looking at this and you're like game three of round two. You lose a top four guy for the whole. For, it's done. Well, the Blues lose their basically their their best goalie the, right now. The abs, but for how long? They right, can, we don't yeah. know. He could play in two days. Yeah. You know, we don't know. Gerard is done. Oh yeah. So now now you're talking about you're dipping into your depth in round two. You still, if you're gonna win a cup, you've got. Two and a half more rounds to go here. Yeah. Well, and but that's part of the playoff hockey as yeah. well. It's like, of course, there's teams always lose guys, and this and and key well, guys. They won. They won the first round with their backup goaltender. Yeah. Like Tampa they win Bay. games three and four with with Pavel Francouz. Yeah. That. Tampa Bay won their first cup with Steven Stamkos playing three minutes. Yeah. The entire I mean, playoff, sure and he scored a goal. Sure helped that he scored, <laughs> but. <laughs> They're productive three minutes. Every NHL player will tell you, you play the game that you're in. Yep. You have no control over that stuff happening. The Avs know it as good as anyone. They've won multiple games <laughs> with Michael Hutchinson in net. You play with what you have, and you find a way to win. I do think, to answer this question, is who's so a former AHL teammate of any of the current Avs players? I think Miko was on that shared team. That first year in yeah. San Antonio, yeah. I think uh, I think they were on that shared that shared club. Yep. Uh, JT Comfer maybe was on that team for a little while. 
I believe he played yeah. games for San Antonio. Yeah. That was Rampage. Yeah. I in sixteen seventeen. Right. Yep. Um, no, sixteen seventeen was Miko's first year, full year, in the NHL. That was his rookie year. It was the year before. No, no, no sixteen. Oh no, 15, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're 15, right. You're sixteen right. was. You're right. The year he was, down which on. would make sense for JT Comfort too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like they they have two thousand one Avs won without Peter Forsberg, but also they went through a really overrated Blues team and the Cup champs and. New Jersey, and that one went seven. And, yeah, for a it took him seven. <laughs> that was a that was an absolute all time war, all time series, series. Yeah. all time series, an awesome. When we went back, like a war of a series. Genuinely. So great, uh, great execution by that team. Big thing though, who won? Who won that series for Colorado? I mean, Joe Sakic was great in that series. The big yeah. dogs. We're we're three games in. The Evs are up two one, and, and Nathan McKinnon has been a bit player so far. Yep. So you're either feeling great that the Avs are to up 2-1, or you're wondering when's this going to happen? It, 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 Why is this power outage happening it, again from your stars? It, it shows that you're better built than last year, but why is it happening again? You do wonder, and on look, on the one side, you wonder. On the other side, there's a party that feels like, does Nathan McKinnon have a three-point game in him in Game Four? God, well, I hope so. That's well, and, <laughs> like if you're on St. Louis' side of this. That's what you're, you're afraid. You're of, feeling yeah. great. Hey, we have shut Nathan McKinnon down in this series. Miko Rantanen hasn't done much to us. They're they're vaunted top line. But then you look at it and you're like, we're down one to two in this series, and their top guys haven't gotten it done yet. Can we really How get long through can another? You keep them off, yeah, Macar's gonna do something. Well, and Macar. Immediately tonight, we already saw, we talked about this already, but yeah, like Makar already turned it up and snagged an assist on it, and like you know was not like an, an empty like an empty calorie point at the end, you know. Right. I, I know we made Lekin in our king of the game for two goals, but and he got goals three and five, but like I mean three was dope, five was yeah, five. five was free, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that power outage is a big thing. Like you you look at. Where's Edmonton's success come from? It's got to come from McDavid. Yep. Calgary is sitting in a 1-1 right now because their top line just has not been able to separate. Your bit, where's Florida? Has not scored a power play Florida's goal in the yikes. postseason. They're down 2 nothing now going into Tampa. Big yikes. Where, right, where are they best want players? Well, and ultimately, this is why I think you see the Avs a contender because they can win games like this. But it's really hard to ask any team to win a series without your best players yeah. doing the thing. And, you know, maybe the Evs do. Or maybe McKinnon turns it up. Yeah. You don't. That's why you, we're going to be you know, sitting here right here for game four you watching. You know that, like, they, that those guys, you know that Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen have more to give. You know that there's better there. And so all, you're just kind of waiting for it. Like yeah. We talked, you wanted better from Kadri and whatever and all that. You got it. Tonight, you got a good game from Nas Kadri. You got a solid Landeskog game. You got two goals out of Arturi Lekkinen. Like, your second line gave you three goals tonight. I did tonight. think it was like, a solid Landeskog game. I think he had a lot to do with the Kadri as the playoffs, He was rock solid tonight, yes. As the playoffs continue to go, what you hope is that all four lines start producing stuff for you. Well, and it won't. It never happens like that. <laughs> but you but that's just the need hope. enough, yeah. right? Like, you just need, hey... 
On any given night, you're trying to get to three. Where do those three come from? Yeah. You have an elite scoring defense. Now it's going to be a little... Uh, Gerard is a big part of that. It's going to be harder to generate offense from the back end without without Gerard. You need Bowen Byram to step up and no longer be... Man, he'd be so close if some guys could finish. He needs... I mean, he needs a little bit better luck, but... Yeah. They've got some guys that need to be, you know, he now needs to step into that job a little bit better. He needs to start to produce. Well, if you want to go deep in the playoffs, it's like if that top line isn't producing, then you need that depth scoring to happen. That's how teams go far. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you also, like, Tampa Bay is where it is because Nikita Kucherov dropped a three-point night in game one and whipped it out and dropped the hammer. Yeah. I did say Where's, something about Nazem Kadri. We it out, <laughs> right? But like, that's your, that's like, that's like your fifth best hammer. Yeah. True. True. This is turning into a meme. <laughs> so you need, you need, you need Nate's hammer. <laughs> you. You need, you need McKinnon. Yeah. You need Ranton. You need those guys to step up and yeah. drive a game for you. Because if you look, if they go out, and they have like. A vintage top line game in game four. They're just gonna win. Yeah. It's probably coming back to Denver three oh, yeah. one. Yeah. And all right, so Landy is Thor. Does that make Nate Loki? No, he would be Captain America. That's he's Ca- the Cadre's Loki. <laughs> Captain Canada? No, because he. I mean, you know, at least. Uh, Steve Rogers got to use Mjolnir. It's Captain Canuck, by True. the way. Oh, Jesus. Just uh, FYI. That's the, uh, the real comic book uh, character. Miko is Fenrir. I'm fine with this. <laughs> yeah. Kadri's uh, Loki. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I don't have a good argument against that. Yeah, people freaking out about Kadri. If Nazem Kadri wasn't the one involved in that play, this would be a nothing. Yeah, it would of a genuinely absolutely. be nothing. Yeah, but because it's Kadri, people are looking for a reason to go after him and throw the book at him. Yeah. I don't. You've watched the same play happen five other times these playoffs. Yeah. If you Lots watch rallies have one. been run. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you want. So. Yeah. Is no, I just hey, you're up two one in the series, and the, all the pressure is on them to defend home ice. Yep. yep. Your best players still haven't given their best. Let's. I'm curious. It's either it's either a curse, and they're not going to give the best, and this is this is going to be an all time. The team's got to do it for them, or they show up and they give their best, and we yep. get to see what that version of the Avalanche looks like. So we haven't seen that one in this series yet. Yeah, haven't seen them at their best. Hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. Either way, tune into game four. You know we'll have you covered pregame. Watch along, postgame, the whole nine yards. Uh, we are off tomorrow, but there are three playoff games to watch. You know, it's going to be a good day. We'll be tweeting, non- or at least I'll be tweeting nonsense. I don't know about <laughs> anyone else. Uh, I'm always tweeting nonsense. Yeah, we real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn, if Bennington's out multiple weeks, that sucks, man. Yeah, that it sucks. sucks. I want, I mean, you hate the guy, and that's why you want to beat him. Exactly. Yeah. You want best on best, yeah. always. You don't, yeah. you don't want to be like, no, but we're back up goaltenders. Like, that, that sucks. But also, that's the what the Avs have done for the last three the years. Universe owes Colorado was solid. <laughs> yeah, there we go. They, 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 he's a good goalie. He can be a good goalie. Huso is a good goaltender, yeah. That's Huso, not. Huso might be the reason why the Blues. It, we're finished as high as they did in the standings because yeah. Bennington was trash he, during the season. Who so hey, was a Abs won the season. first round with their backup goalie. Yeah. Mentioned that earlier. I, so, Ab, yeah. Abs have had their fair share of second and third goalies in the playoffs, too. Yep. 
tough shit. It takes a village. It takes a I village. I keep tweeting it out after some random depth guy scores an overtime guy. I keep saying it takes a village, but it does. Yeah. You you do not win a Stanley Cup with your, your game one lineup and your cup clinching lineup will never be the same. Absolutely something, true. Something absolutely true. Something will happen. You're you're talking about twenty five ish games. Right. Best on best. Highest intensity, most physical atmosphere. Something is going to happen. You yeah. just that's why it's the hardest trophy to win. Because it is the ultimate war of attrition. You have to play great, you have to get lucky, and you have to stay just healthy enough to stay to be better than the other guys. Okay. I'm all about this is the this this is how you know you're in the playoffs now. That's the clip from the show, yeah, here. That one. That was the clip. Yep. Uh, I, we're done. We're out of here. Let's go. Was that? To the bathroom. Let's go. That was uh, that uh, Filipino chick. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen that meme. Uh, the game show where she's crying. I don't think so. No. I don't know it either. She's like, <laughs> she's on some game show and she's like fake crying. And it cuts to one camera angle and she goes, and then <laughs> keeps crying <You're> like <laughs> that was that's what that was <laughs> anyway we're out of here for the night we love all of y'all even the blues fans we love appreciate you guys, you guys. Uh, Mike ex- except not, for Mike you're yeah. not welcome to come to Denver and do anything weird okay? except yeah, Mike. Mike we're cool with you <laughs> fine fine <laughs> I saw I saw some comment about like even Larry Walker wanted the Blues to win and I'm like, dude, what? My. After that, like I just can't do this anymore. I usually give a little leeway. I'm not a fan camera kind of guy. Clearly. Yeah, I know. Me too. Me too. Uh, we're out of here. We love you. We are off tomorrow. We'll Big be back hearts. Monday, obviously for Game Four, all that stuff. Good uh, morning. We'll hope to see you there. Until then, have a great rest of your night, and we will talk to you later. <laughs>